Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'd be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you listen on any audio platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you all are notified every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 27 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. So before I even dive deep into this episode, I do want to invite my co-host in, Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on the platform another day. I want to thank you for Holy Spirit and his constant reminders that everything is going to be okay and everything is going to work out. I pray that through this episode, I'm able to relay exactly what you gave me, and I'm able to encourage exactly the people you wanted me to encourage. I pray that during this episode, there is more of you and less of me, and I pray that it reaches the vast amount of people in order to show people that all we have to do is confuse the enemy and everything will work out for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So now that I've invited my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of the episode. So if you would like to submit any high and low moments for your week, you can always do so by DMing us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, or directly to our email address. And if you do so, you have the chance to be featured on the podcast. And if you do want us to pray for you in private, just let us know and we will continue to pray for you in private. So this week, I actually didn't receive any high or low moments from anyone on social media. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into my personal high and low moments because I do have some for this week. So my first high for this week is I was able to clean up my depression room. Now, I call it my depression room, but it can also be called my anxious room, my chaotic room, because whenever chaos is going on in my life, my room reflects exactly what's going on in my mind. So for these past few weeks, my life has been very chaotic. I haven't been able to get on track. I got sick. My mama got sick trying to catch up on the podcast. Crazy at work. It just was craziness going on all around. So I couldn't 100% get my mind to focus on straightening up my room. But I was able to take some time this weekend, able to clean out my closet, able to put all my clothes away because there were tons of folded and unfolded clothes all over my room. I was able to 
put the folded clothes away and fold the unfolded clothes. And I got those in my drawers and I also got them in my closet. And my room is spick and span and my mind is clear. So therefore my room is clear. So thank God for that. And I know that a part of my clearing of the mind had a lot to do with the prayers of my viewers. And I really, really appreciate you all for continuing to pray for me. And I just as for your continued prayer always it is so appreciated and I can feel it as well so I thank you so much and then my next high for this week is that my babies my little cousins started school this week the first day of school was this past Thursday and y'all I love the first day of school pictures I love scrolling through Facebook and seeing all the kids in the first day outfits it just reminds me of my first day and all that anxiety excitement and meeting new people and so to see that through the eyes of the little kids it's always so exciting they always look so cute um this year I had a little cousin go into high school for the first time he was actually the podcast intern for some time he is grown and doing his own thing now so he doesn't have time to intern for the podcast anymore he's actually in the band for his high school he's really really great at it he plays the tuba and I actually got to see him go and perform at like their introduction ceremony for the band so that was really exciting so I'm excited to support him at the high school games and see him participate in the band but I just wanted to share the excitement I had with seeing them go back to school but that does go into my low moment it's not really a low low moment like you know the rest of my lows have been it's really just prayers that I want you all to pray for myself and my family during this time with my little cousin starting high school y'all know that high school can be a crazy time in someone's life and I just want y'all to pray in agreement with me that he doesn't you know start hanging out with the wrong group he continues to excel in band and continues to grow into a handsome mature respectful young man and goes off and you know lives exactly the life that he wants to live if it's college let's pray that he gets accepted to college and if it's a trade school let's pray that he gets accepted to that but I just want to see him do so well and not get um, a whole or mixed in with the wrong group of people while in high school so and so I just want y'all to pray in agreement with me on that and then also for the little kids y'all know that in America the violence that happens at school can literally be at any school so just pray over our school system that a school shooting doesn't happen this year. I'm praying in Jesus' name and believing by faith that everything will be okay. This will be a great school year without any casualties at any school. So in Jesus' name, thank you for praying in agreement with me on that. But that's all the high and low moments that I have for this week. Remember, if you do want to submit any high and low moments, you can always do so by DMing us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, or directly to our email address. And you may have the opportunity to be featured on the show. So now that I've finished my high and low moments, let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of this episode. So recently, one day at work, after this stressful, stressful meeting, the Harmony for this song popped up in my head and 
I could see my cousin dancing to this song in my head because my cousin is actually a mom minister. My cousin was actually on the podcast before talking about his mom ministry. So I'll definitely be sure to include a link to that episode down below in the show notes. And so this was a previous song that he mimed to. So I could see him miming to this song and the harmony was in my head and I started humming it. But I could not remember the words and I could not remember the name of the song, but it stayed on me. And I was like, I have to figure out what this song is. I need to listen to it. I was like craving the song. So I kept humming, I kept humming, I kept humming. So finally, I thought of one line of the song. So with that one line, I was able to go to my friend Google and Google told me what the song was. And that song is Praise Him in Advance by Marvin Sapp. The song goes like this, and don't worry for y'all out there. Don't cover your ears. I'm not going to sing. But I'll be sure to link the song down below in the show notes for you to listen to how the harmony actually goes. I'm just going to read the lyrics to y'all. But if y'all know this song, then y'all know the harmony and how hot this song is. Okay? But it goes... I've had my share of ups and downs, times when there was no one around. God came and spoke these words to me. Praise will confuse the enemy. So I started singing. I started clapping. I started dancing. People were laughing. They knew my problems. They knew my pain. But I knew God would take them away. That's why I praise him with my hands. That's why I praise him with a dance. He's given me a second chance. Come on, let's praise him in advance. Whew, just the words, just the words, okay? When I finally put the song in YouTube and was able to listen to the entire song and the lyrics sunk into my mind, I went into full praise and worship at work. And I had to take a break from my computer because I was in full-blown praise and worship. God had sent me the harmony to this song to remind me to praise him despite of what was going on around me. To praise him that I've had this job, this same job for six years, and he's kept me the entire six years. So despite of who the president is, who the manager is, who the director is, the site that I'm talking to, despite all of that, no matter what, he's going to see me through everything. He reminded little old me about that. So the current obstacle that I'm going through with my stresses of work is going to pass eventually because God is going to see me through. So I might as well praise him in advance, right? So can y'all see why I burst into full praise and worship during that moment? Because he didn't have to do that, but he did. He knew that I needed a reminder of who he was and what he could do. And the other lyric of that song that just kept penetrating my heart over and over and over, because I ended up listening to the song about 10 times that same day. But the part where it says, praise will confuse the enemy. If I'm praising God right now in chaos that's going on in my work environment, then the enemy's going to be like, why is this girl praising? I am causing chaos in this room. Why is she praising? Then y'all know, like I mentioned, if you're a loyal listener in episode 21 of the podcast titled, Sis, Choose You This Day. If the enemy sees you consistently resisting his schemes, he will eventually flee. 
And this is what the enemy did in my situation. And then when I sat down at my desk to start planning episodes for this podcast, God reminded me of this moment that I had that day at work. And I said, okay, God, that's an episode. Praise will confuse the enemy. Sis is confusing. But then I said, well, God, I need a scripture. What's my biblical background? And he reminded me of four scriptures that I leaned on so heavenly during my period of having anxiety attacks, which was Philippians 4, 6 through 9, which reads, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So these four scriptures right here, they actually hold the secret to confusing the enemy. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So that's why the title of this episode is called Sis is Confusing because we're going to confuse the enemy. So grab your pen and your notebooks and your Bible and let's jump into these four tips. And also, if you're watching, you'll see that my shirt says, nope, not today. I wore that on purpose because we are telling Satan, nope, not today. You're not bothering us. Period. All right, let's jump into this. So Philippians 4 and 6 reads, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. The first trick that lies in this scripture is the part that says, in your situation. So regardless of what your situation is, present your request to God. Many times people make the mistakes of not allowing God into that situation to handle it. This invite of allowing God into your situation is so important because if you're not allowing God in your situation, you're more likely not to yield to his instructions. And remember what the definition of yield is, to give something over to the power or control of another. So if you aren't yielding to God, so if you aren't giving your situation over to him to allow him to control that situation you're not allowing him to work within it so for example with my work issues if I would have ignored God's advances of placing that harmony in my mind if I would have just been like whatever turned on a random YouTube video turned on a different gospel song I would have never received the encouraging words in that particular song God was initiating me to invite him into the situation so he can remind me of what he needed to remind me of by yielding to the events of that harmony in my mind I was able to allow God into my situation the second trick in Philippians 4 and 6 is the section of the scripture where it says with thanksgiving not the holiday because if you're like me You thought about a turkey, some collard greens, yams, sweet potato pie. Not yet. Okay, we got a couple months before we get to Thanksgiving. In this scripture, Thanksgiving means specifically expressing gratitude. Now, I know 
When you're going through a tough time, it is really hard to praise God for any past blessings that you've had or any future blessings that you're going to receive. Like, how in the world am I going to praise God for a six-figure check that I'm not getting right now? How can I do that? And I'm struggling right now to pay my bills. But that's the secret. That is what's going to confuse the enemy because it doesn't make sense. But if you have true faith in God, then you already know that all things are possible through him. So going back to my work example, with God reminding me that he's kept me for the past six years, I'm going to show him Thanksgiving for providing me with a full-time job, with a job that I was able to keep during the pandemic because a lot of people weren't able to keep their jobs during the pandemic. That I was blessed to be able to work from home during the pandemic and I didn't have to go out there, especially since I'm immunocompromised. I need to praise him for the good that's happened already. And I'm going to praise him for when I work 100% in ministry or praise him when I get to the next job and he gets me out of this situation. So I'm going to show thanks to God for that. And also being reminded of like when I initially started my job, like thinking of how God even blessed me with the job and how he set it up so perfectly. It reminded me that, okay, I am where he wants me to be at right now, because if not, he wouldn't have worked it out so perfectly for me to be here. So, okay, I'm going to be reminded I'm here and I'm going to be reminded to work even harder. Because when I got off that call, I was not encouraged to keep working hard. I was very discouraged. So completing those first two tricks, which is allowing God in your situation and showing thanksgiving, leads you to the third trick, which is found in Philippians 4 and 7, which reads, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When you have the peace of God, the enemy will not be able to infiltrate that peace for nothing. And the reason he's not going to be able to infiltrate it is because it doesn't even make sense to him. Like, how is this person happy? How is this person peaceful? This does not make sense. I am causing so much chaos. Why isn't she chaotic right now? The enemy's plan will be falling apart right before his eyes. When I found the peace of God, after I was able to thank God and remember all that he's done for me at work, I was able to approach every call after that with confidence, despite of what the person on the other side of the call was saying or doing. I had confidence on my side of things because I knew who was on my side. Now, don't get me wrong. When the enemy has orchestrated chaos to happen and you're not reacting to the chaos, he is going to go harder. He is not going to just give up that easy. He is going to try to cause another chaotic situation, a divergence to get you to look at that chaotic situation. Like he is going to do something because he does not want to give up. But this is where the next trick comes in handy. And it's found in Philippians 4 and 8, which reads, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. When you receive the peace of God, you must continue to focus on that peace of God. Because like I said, the enemy is going to cause other things to happen to cause even more chaos. He's going to start lying to you. And then that's when you hone down and do what the scripture says. Focus on whatever is true. You're going to focus on God's word. Like with me. 
shortly after I received that piece, the enemy tried to convince me that I wasn't going to go anywhere else in my career. I was just going to be stuck where I am now in my career for the next 50 years with the same pay and I was never going to advance. But I know that God told me that I was going to work full-time in ministry. So why would I believe what the enemy is telling me about my career right now? But if I would have listened to him, I would have gotten down and out and been sad and been feeling bad about myself. But I didn't allow that. He also tried to make me feel like I was trapped. Like, no other company wants you. You're stuck here. Like, yada, yada, yada. But I I have to keep focus on what God tells me about the situation. I'm not stuck here. He has me here for a reason. And when the time is right, he'll move me to the next place that he has for me. I'm trusting in him. I'm not trusting in the enemy or my company. I'm trusting in God. Then the enemy is going to suggest that you do something that's not right. But then you have to hone in and focus on the part of the scripture where it says, focus on doing the noble and the right thing in your situation. So, of course, when I got the peace of God, customers start being real snarky to me. And I had to make sure I didn't get snarky back doing the calls because I had to focus on doing the right thing because I knew that the enemy was just using that person and I had to fight back against the enemy. So I was kind to those people. My kindness can turn that person's day around and make them feel better. So I did that instead of getting back snarky. And then the last part of Philippians 4 and 8 says, focus on the lovely, admirable, or praiseworthy part of your situation. Everything in your situation can't be horrible. There's a bright light somewhere in your situation, and you have to find that bright light and focus on it. If you're in a customer service job where you interact with a lot of customers, focus on the fact that you get to spread the good news to so many people. You're able to have people encounter God's spirit through you by coming through your line or coming to your registrar calling you on the phone focus on that part of the job and not the part that's straining or not the part that's draining you that's making it so hard for you with my job I remind myself constantly that I'm blessed to work from home and a lot of people don't get to work from home so I hone in on that when I'm having negative situations and I may tell myself This person is making more money than me. Then I have to think, oh, but this person is traveling like crazy. And that's not what you want to do. I have to focus on the positive that's in my situation and not focus on the negative, what the enemy wants you to focus on. Because if you just focus on the negative in your situation, you're never going to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's just all going to be dark. And then that leads me to my last trick, which is found in Philippians 4 and 9, which says, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. You have to put all four of the prior tips into practice. You can't just sit on that knowledge and not use it. You have to act those steps out. Knowing and doing are two different things, and you have to remember that. If I disregard any of those four tricks that I just said before, it could lead me down a slippery path, and then the next thing I know, I'm cradled in the enemy's hold, and I'm going crazy. But if I hold firm on all of those tricks and continue to do what God told me to do, 
I'm going to continue to confuse the enemy. And then the next thing I know, he is going to flee. This trick actually reminds me of something that my mama fusses about all the time with me and my grandma. So me and my grandma will have like an ache of pain and then we'll go tell her, oh, my head is hurting. Oh, my knee is hurting. And she'll ask, well, did you take some medicine? And our response is always, oh, no, I hadn't thought about that. (laughs) So we have this aching pain and we have the solution right in the medicine cabinet at our fingertips. And we're choosing not to take the solution. But instead, we're choosing to go to someone to complain about it. This is what you're doing if you have these tricks up your sleeve to confuse the enemy and you're not using it on him. Now, in the Sis Choose You This Day video, I told you the schemes of the enemy and how if you know those tricks and schemes that he has, you're prepared. But if you pair that video with this video where I'm telling you how you can confuse the enemy, think about the force that you'll be up against him. Wow. I can only imagine. So if you happen to be watching this video right now and you're going through a tough situation, kind of like what I'm going through right now in my work situation, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that you're successful in confusing the enemy and you are able to resist him and that he flees from you. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for the tricks that you gave me for this episode. I pray that the listeners out there are able to apply these tricks to their lives and they're able to confuse the enemy in the situation that they are in now. I pray, Lord, that that situation turns around for them and they're able to submit that situation to you. They're able to lean into you about that situation. And I pray, Lord, that they're able to come to you and they see the positivity in that situation. They do what's right in that situation. They do what's noble. They do what's trustworthy. And they continue to give you thanks in advance. Thanks even when the situation doesn't look like what it needs to look like. Thanks despite of what their bank account looks like. Thanks despite of how they feel. I pray that they continue to praise you, Lord, and know that you are worthy to be praised. I pray for the breakthrough of these people, Lord. I pray that they are reminded that you are by their side and I pray that they continue to hold on to your grips and hold on to your hands until the enemy is scared and running away. I pray that through this episode in the Choose You This Day episode, they're able to tackle the bad parts of life. The parts of life that are inevitable because we live in a fallen world, but we knew that you have overcome and have the victory. So we thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing for us. We thank you for saving us. And we thank you so much for this episode. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I pray that this episode helps you in confusing the enemy. And it encourages you that you can do it and you can make it through. Trust me, I am a living witness. I'm walking this thing out with you guys. You are never alone. Remember that you are never alone. So before I end out this video, I do want to offer someone out there who hasn't accepted Christ as their savior, the opportunity to become reborn. Now, I say reborn because in John chapter three, verse three, it says, 
Truly, I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is very simple. All you have to do is believe in Jesus and accept him as your savior. So if you cannot remember a time where you have done so, right now is the perfect opportunity for you to do so. All you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me. You do not have to be in some huge revival or at a church. You can be right there where you are listening right now. So repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sins. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. In Jesus' name, amen. And just like that, you're now a part of the kingdom of Christ. And we are so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Congratulations. If you did repeat that prayer after me, the first essential step that you want to take is to connect with a Bible teaching church. Churches are going to be so essential because you're going to get a shepherd to shepherd over your life and help you through this walk. And you'll also be connected to a Christian community as well. And then the second essential step, in my opinion, is to purchase our Reborn Workbook. That link can be found down below. But it's going to be so helpful in your new walk. There's tons of studies and scriptures and tips to help you through the next few weeks of your Reborn Walk. So definitely encourage you to click the link down below. All right, so that's all that I have for you guys today. But before leaving out of here, y'all know that I have two questions. What was your key takeaway from today's episode? And also let me know if you learned something new. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to comment down below in the comment section. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can answer in the Q&A section. Y'all know my prayer for this podcast is to be like a small group environment. So I love to hear from y'all. So definitely do not hesitate to comment. Also, if you happen to be watching the YouTube premiere right now, I see you. We see each other. And I want to thank you so much for joining the premiere. It means so much to talk to y'all live and I enjoy it so much. If you would like to be a part of the premiere, I do premiere the episode on youtube at 7 p.m central standard time every single tuesday and if you join the premiere you have a live chat and you're able to chat about the episode and also chat with other people who are watching as well so click the link down below to subscribe to my youtube channel to be notified of those premieres and if you're listening on any podcast and platforms please leave us a review it really does help the podcast go a long way so definitely help us out in that area and despite where you're watching or listening, either it be YouTube or podcasts and platforms, please be sure to share this video with five of your friends. Share spells S-H-A-R-E, five letters, so definitely share with five of your friends. And if you like this video and you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button for me. Make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell notification so you're notified every single time we upload. And if you do have any prayer requests, please be sure to submit those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And we will always be in agreement with you. And don't forget, if you do have any high and low submissions that you want to be featured on the podcast, you can submit those to us at our Instagram page, Facebook page, or email address. 
All right, so that is definitely all the announcements that I have. So I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I pray that this episode found you blessed and I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient and I'll see y'all next time. Ciao.